0: Welcome to Big Sky Writer, the podcast for storytellers of all shapes and sizes. Here's the host of Big Sky Writer, Clint Morey. Thank you, Mark. And thank you for dropping by to listen. Now, I know most of us want to make a difference in life, a difference for good. The question is how? How do we know what to do? Fortunately, there is a way we can ask for help from people who care oh, i know i know that brings up the question how do we find people who care but really in today's world it's easy you see that's why politicians exist politicians care we know they care because they tell us they care and a politician wouldn't lie would they oh And politicians have such great ideas, and some of these ideas politicians give us can show us the way to make a difference for good in life. Here's one idea I heard recently from a politician who was making all kinds of rules to protect people from the coronavirus. His overriding vision was, are you ready? If it saves just one. That's it. That's the mantra we need to follow, if it saves just one. Who could ever object to that, if it saves just one? I mean, it sounds so right, so good, and it comes from the mouth of a politician, so it must be true and noble. But now that we have that, we can live a life that makes a difference by applying that concept to situations in our world. I have a question for you. Did you know that more than 250,000 people die every year from medical errors? 250,000. That makes it the third leading cause of death in our country, only behind heart disease and cancer. And you know what? Many of those deaths happen in hospitals. There's a misdiagnosis, a wrong medicine administered, equipment malfunction. Incorrect doses, 250000 Do you want to make a difference for good? Remember, if we save just one, it will be worth the price. How do we save just one? Well, I hope you see it. The solution is simple. Stop providing medical treatment. Close down the hospitals. Shut the clinics. No more telemedicine, no doctors or nurses who might make mistakes. Remember, if it saves just one, think of the difference for good that we can make. Now, speaking of medical problems, did you know that more than 70,000 people die every year from the misuse of drugs? 70,000 every year. Yes, I know most of the problems come from illegal drugs, but a good number of them come from the misuse of legally prescribed drugs. Remember our standard, if it saves just one. Well, let's save just one. Again, it's easy. Do away with drugs. No more drugs of any kind for any purpose. Now, I know it might be difficult for some of you who are Using drugs, but remember, if it saves just one, and that is our goal. Another item each year, more than 32,000 people die in motor vehicle crashes. Oh, yeah, I know, more than 2 million are injured. And we won't count those. 32,000 every year die. Do you care? Do you want to make a difference for good? Remember, if it saves just one. Again, an easy solution. All motor vehicles must be banned, taken off the road, removed from use, obliterated. If it saves just one, it will be worth it. But it will save much more than one. Now, I was thinking of skipping this next topic because it's kind of personal in some areas, but our goal is, if it saves just one, each year, about 88,000 people die from alcohol-related causes. Almost one-third of traffic deaths involve alcohol-impaired drivers. Almost half of the 83,000 liver disease deaths involve alcohol. Alcohol increases the risk of cancers of the mouth, esophagus, pharynx, larynx, liver, and breast. Almost 100,000 college students report that sexual assaults or date rape were alcohol-related. Do you want to make a difference for good? If it saves just one, there's no other choice. Alcohol must be banned. Yes, I know we've tried it before, but if our goal is to do whatever it takes to save just one, we don't have another choice. Okay, let's switch to another area. In 2018, one of the safest years for commercial aviation, more than 500 people were killed in commercial aviation incidents. That's another word for crashes. In private aviation, the situation was even worse. Remember our goal? If it saves just one. You know what that means. Now it might be inconvenient for me, but our goal is much more important than convenience or inconvenience. Our goal is to save just one. Therefore, all airplanes must be banned. No more flying for anyone, anywhere. Because it's important to save just one. Now in 2018, more than 600 people died in boating accidents. (laughs) Do I even need to tell you what the solution is? If it saves just one, boats must be banned. Okay, no cars, no planes, no boats. Well, at least we can take a train. Not so fast. Last year, 937 people died in rail accidents. And if we truly believe if it saves just one, then we have no choice. The trains are gone. Now I could go on. I mean, there's so many more things we could do, but I think this is a good start for us. The politicians have given us a wonderful goal. If it saves just one. so. Let's get to work, and make this a better world. Reviews. I have a book I'd like to recommend to you. Now, the people of my dad's generation, some have called them America's greatest generation. Uh, as for the people of my generation, we've often been called different names. But back to the book I want to recommend. It's the story of Louis Zamperini. It's called Unbroken and was written by Lauren Hillebrand. Now, I'm not the only one who thinks this is a good read. It was on the New York Times bestseller list for more than four years. In fact, it was number one on that list for 14 weeks. Louis Zamperini was the son of an Italian immigrant He was raised in a small town in Southern California, and he experienced real discrimination and faced struggles of growing up during the Great Depression. He was not what most of us would consider a model child. He got in trouble all the time, he stole just about anything, he was bullied for being Italian, he got in many fights, and he was often picked up by the police. Louis was a big problem to his parents. But there was something very special about him. Louis was fast. He became a star on his high school track team, and worked out afterwards, and at the age of 19, earned a spot on the U.S. Olympic team, and he competed in the Olympic Games in Berlin, Germany. He was hoping to make the 1940 Olympic Games, which were scheduled for Tokyo, and he worked hard to improve his skills as a runner. But the world changed. World War II broke out. And Louis Zamperini, the Italian who was always in trouble as a kid, enlisted in the Army Air Corps. He became a bombardier and was assigned to a unit in Hawaii. He served on missions against Japanese targets, and his plane often took hits. And then one time, when his plane was on a search mission over 800 miles south of Hawaii, The plane developed mechanical difficulties and crashed into the ocean. Only three of the eleven crew survived the crash. And now they were floating on a raft in the middle of the ocean. Unbroken is the story of Louis' 46 days spent on that raft. And when he's rescued by the Japanese, he would spend the next two and a half years in brutal prisoner-of-war camps. Louis Zamperini is a man you should get to know. His is an inspirational story in the midst of incredible hardships. The next time you hear someone saying they need a safe space or bemoaning the fact that someone unfriended them, tell them the story of Louis Zamperini. This book by Lauren Hillenbrand is a great read about one of the Men from America's Greatest Generation. Stories Matter. The date was June 14, 1954. President Dwight Eisenhower signed a joint resolution by the House and Senate to include the words, Under God, in the Pledge of Allegiance to the Flag. Now, this was back in a time when the pledge was recited by just about everyone in schools throughout America. I'd like to read Eisenhower's statement about the bill. From this day forward, the millions of our schoolchildren will daily proclaim in every city and town, every village and rural schoolhouse, the dedication of our nation and our people, to the Almighty. To anyone who truly loves America, nothing could be more inspiring than to contemplate this rededication of our youth, on each school morning, to our country's true meaning. Especially is this meaningful as we regard today's world. Over the globe, mankind has been cruelly torn by violence and brutality, and, by the millions deadened in mind and soul by a materialistic philosophy of life. Man everywhere is appalled by the prospect of atomic war. In this somber setting, this law and its effects today have profound meaning. In this way we are reaffirming the transcendence of religious faith in America's heritage and future. In this way. We shall constantly strengthen those spiritual weapons which forever will be our country's most powerful resource in peace or in war. That was 66 years ago that he signed that document and gave that statement. I have a question for you. Do you think that bill would pass both houses of Congress today? Would it even be a close vote? Which brings me to another question. Are we advancing as a nation, or are we sinking? These are words worth thinking about. Before I go, I'd like to share a blessing with you from the Old Testament. May the Lord bless and protect you. May the Lord's face radiate with joy because of you. May He be gracious to you, show you His favor, and give you His peace. Number 624-26 Until the next time, be the reason someone smiles today.